I'm chilly. I'm cold. It's it's yeah. wild up here in Saskatchewan today. Yeah. Uh, I got the house. I was saying down to 52 degrees. I left the windows open. God damn. Damn, bud. It's 52 degrees where you guys are right now. 50 no. in in his house. It's yeah. less than that outside. It feels more like <laughs> 10 degrees Fahrenheit. I think. Well, it, it feels like it could snow. It, it definitely could snow, but it's yeah, not it's going cold. to. Just cold, rainy. Yeah, it sucks. <clears throat> So do you guys have summers or are you guys no, like us and it's going to eventually get warm? <laughs> <laughs> it What's doesn't summer? get that hot there. What's summer? Pepper? Well, I think yeah, we, we usually have a spurt that'll come and it'll be 35 to 40 degrees for a week, a week yeah. straight. And then you're just like, oh, wow. shit. And then it's done. Uh, it seems like summer is getting, I guess, later in the year too. It mm -hmm. used to happen earlier, but it seems like in september october we'll get this crazy hot spell and and it's mm -hmm. just unreal but yeah it's weird we get seasons in every season right you know you go like a couple hours it might be spring summer and you know fall all in the same time Absolutely. so i need everybody to know who you guys are so how did you guys are so have you guys been friends forever and what made you decide <laughs> to do the limbo podcast well I've known Troy since we were, what, five years old? Yeah, we little babies. Little guys. Uh, we were from a small town in Saskatchewan, and uh, my grandma lived across the street from him. So I was always at my grandma's house, whatever. Fast forward, we spent a lot of time together all the time. We ended up moving in together when we were, what, 19? Yeah, like right fresh out of high school, 18, 19, stuff like that. Moved to the big city, woohoo. And then, uh yeah. And then we sort of, yeah. yeah, we sort of went our own separate way after a while, right? When, you know, you live together for a while and then, you know, people change you, you kind of get connected with different people. And I honestly, it was like years afterwards that I didn't talk to Joey just because we went our separate ways. I went to a different province or different uh, place, different city and just shit happened. And then honestly, like a few years ago, probably recently, we started just reconnecting again which was just so weird that it took so long and then it felt like you know we we hadn't really left one another <laughs> and we've just been chatting and chatting ever since and and then music has always been a common bond for us and it just it happened it happened so organically recently because LimboCast has not been going very long but it is going hot and heavy since it started that's right now i talk to troy six nights a week <laughs> <laughs> you guys have, uh, yeah, you guys have had some heavy hitters on there. Max Cavalier, I mean, really? Yeah, no big deal. That. We're basically probably going to a barbecue there once Rona's done. I think so. I got to get yeah. my passport and uh, probably going to go sit out. If they have a pool, I'll be near it. <laughs> and weird, weirdly enough, it just started as, uh, like, the story behind it was, 
like I've I've been a fan of Insight Richie Cavalera's band for like a, you know a couple of years and you know I'd, I'd interact with him on Twitter every so often and he was one of our earliest guests to get on LimboCast and he was just so cool he was always down with it and we got him on had an awesome time with him and then uh, you know his his mother Gloria had like reached out and said hey that was really good thanks for supporting the family and started following us and then Joey started communicating with her just like basically. Like she was just our second mom and, and we got uh, uh, Igor Jr. on the podcast after that to talk about his band, uh, like coming up there that, uh, what's the name of his band again? Uh, healing, healing, Magic. Yeah, healing magic and some of his uh, books that he's written, like they're so talented. And then just organically, uh, she's like, yeah, if you guys want Max, you can have him here in a matter of time. And we're like, oh, Yeah. Because we were uh, we were joking about that for a while. We're like, oh yeah, fuck, we'll be interviewing Max Cavalier in no time, no biggie, right? And that actually happened. And when I got that message, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm a big Max Cavalier fan, so that was uh, that was something. That was something else. It's been really fun just to you know have him, but have Richie, have Igor, have that the Cavalera like family kind of on board to help supply us with some content and just to reach out and give us some confidence to know that not every you know big name is going to be unreachable or un you know unattainable, and they're still really awesome people. One of the funnest interviews for sure was with him. Yeah, he was so chill. He had no no ego whatsoever. We we called him Uncle Max, and it was just a way we went. Yeah, it was good. Those are when, and I know we we talked about this when I was on your show. That, those are like you can love a band so much, but when you you actually get to you know talk to them or even meet them in person, and you find out their personalities, like, and when you find out they're just laid back and they're these big pillars in the yeah. rock industry you're like holy hell like like I, I marissa i talked to them about you know how mellow seven dust is and you know how they're just <laughs> every single time we talk to them they're just like regular people non-points the same way you know just really laid back <laughs> people yeah, yeah that's cool we that's might, we, so might true. Have, we might have non-point in august yeah, we've been dealing with like, you know, like it's weirdly enough that I guess once you get into the music world and start making connections, everybody is so interconnected in a way. So like we've been dealing with like FN management and you know them very well. And, and it's just yeah. really cool that like, I think, you know, Frank, right? Is that who? Yeah. 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 yeah he, uh, he runs the Forge um, close to where I, we live. Um, right. We've been to shows up there a multitude of times. I mean, obviously we're shut down right now, but mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's so That's cool. cool. But like, I guess getting back to some of the guests too, it's funny how, you know, some of those big names that we've got to do or people we've been big fans of have been really awesome. But then there's other ones that you think, oh yeah, this should be a pretty easy one. And then the interview doesn't come off as smooth as it should. They might have a chip on their shoulder. They might not vibe with you, right? Like they, they kind of got old school values and opinions and you're just like, uh, they don't get our humor or our sense of like what we're trying to go for and it doesn't come across that well. <laughs> I completely understand. And I was telling Troy about, I, you know, I usually try to mix it up and have fun and, you know, at least by the third or fourth question, you know, I want them to tell me stories, you know, yeah. and, you know, just be, you know, chill about things. But sometimes I've been lucky over the past three years because I can only tell you, two interviews where it was like it was like pulling teeth I was like 
okay. You know, like I'm here to help you. I'm here to get the word out here. Like, you got to give me something. Yeah. <laughs> give me something. Anything. <laughs> I completely understand. Yeah, there's, there's some some we've had that just talk and talk and talk and try Holy and get <laughs> get in there in between. Oh, to get sorry, some... could I swear on this? We'll have to edit that. Up. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, Joe, you motherfucker! Figure oh, it I out. I can swear. Okay, good. <laughs> Always. Right, that's that's, that's what we do. That's fucking Canadian, eh? Yeah, I swear too much. People, people always ask when they come on. They're like, "Oh shit, can I swear on here?" It's like, "Yeah, man, go for it." <laughs> Definitely, but yeah, we, hey, we've let's, had. Let's talk about let's, who? Who are your guys' favorite? Who? We'll do the three of you. We'll do you guys, both of you guys, but then Marissa too. Who are your guys' favorite that you're listening to now? Like, who are your current? Doesn't matter if they're a big name, small name, whoever they are. Who are you guys all listening to right now? Like. Constantly on your playlist, like daily. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, want me to go, Joe? I can fire you, it off. I'm trying. Uh, to, I'm trying to think of what I got here, man. Uh, it's all over. Go for it. Mine's mine's been pretty steady with what I've been into recently. I mean, I'm I grew up with like new metal stuff, so you know, I like a lot of melodic with hard stuff. I don't like too much crazy like death metal stuff or really heavy shit. But I'm also kind of in like the post hardcore music a lot of the times too so a uh, band that i love that we had on this show was like kitsune they're from like uh, bc really love their sound uh valiant hearts as well as them so amazing to listen to i love what they're doing nothing more is a band too that's just always consistent for me i love listening to them uh cold I'll always go back to cold they're one of my favorites too like i'm yeah i'll bring up my recently played here and it just always is gonna be like kill switch engage stuff like that uh, your guys' friends, White Collar Sideshow, listening Love to that White album like, so much. So, and also, weirdly <laughs> enough, a lot of new wave stuff. I like a lot of synth music. Like, um, some of my favorites right now are like The Midnight, uh, Jesse Fry, uh, Nina, like stuff like that, just all over the map. Uh, I just like to mix it up. And that's the good thing about our podcast, too, is we have everybody from like country singers to rock singers to pop singers. And I just get to hear a wide variety of stuff. And that's where I'm at. Man, you're everywhere. I've been I am. listening to. I don't even know. I've, I'm like try. I've honestly just been going through the emails you send me all the time, <laughs> seeing what I got. <laughs> um, I've been really into. We had a guest on here, Jeff from the Ray Gun Girls. I've been listening to him a lot, and his other project, Titanosaur, is awesome. He's a one man band. He's fucking crazy heavy but uh, his voice is like something i've never heard before so you'll you might like it actually the ray gun girls um and then also the new run the jewels album that's not indie or metal or anything but uh, that's what i've been listening to a lot of <laughs> and so marissa what's uh, what's been on your playlist what have you been listening to well i have been jamming and digging the band current their new album is amazing. I love their album. Prince, they're a great. I've been, their new song, there's like two songs on there that I love. It's Monsters and A Flag to Wave. Those two songs I just can't stop listening to the last few weeks. And then I've been uh, listening to Asking Alexandria's new album. Their new album is rocking. I really like their new album a lot. There's not like one bad song on there. I could listen to their whole album and be like, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, I love Nothing More too. I'm up there with you on Nothing More. I like them a lot. And uh, Hyrule the Hero, 
I love Hiro the hero. I love him. And uh, Atreyu, of course, it's always Atreyu. Atreyu, you know, Atreyu always Atreyu. Atreyu. Always on my playlist. Atreyu is always on my playlist. <laughs> That's our band. And are they Hiro still, the are they still around? Are they even still around? Oh, heck yeah. They just came are out they? with a album. They're working <laughs> on a new album Peter right now. Neck. As we're talking right now, they're coming out. They are recording in the studio right now as we're speaking. Like there's Yeah, yeah. Well, they just came out the album. What was it? 2018 was In Our Wake was their latest album that they just came out with. It was in 2018. Okay. And now, and they've been playing that for the last like two years on radio and stuff okay. but uh they're recording a new one right now like they're in the studios working on that so how stoked are you I've, I've only been listening oh, to you don't uh, even know like i'm a huge brandon Stoller fan like i love brandon a lot and uh i i think he's just a talented man so yeah awesome. I, I like him a lot <laughs> Interesting. i like i like their first two albums and then i lost interest oh suicide was it suicide notes and butterfly kisses yeah. and, the and the curse yeah yeah those were great albums yeah i like those do you yeah. find it, it's so hard to just stay up to date with like everything that comes out the more and more oh. i like try and expand my my like listening pool of talent um i lose track of like favorite bands i'm like oh shit i didn't even know they put out like another album and i'm just digging back through stuff and i sometimes find myself like getting stuck in the, the stuff that i just continually listen to like from the 2000s like i'm like okay let's listen to kill switch engage you know cold corn whatever that i grew up on whereas i'm like it's comforting it's what i know angela and i talk about that all the time we're always like there's so much music out there to discover and we her and i talk about that a lot because then we're like she'll message me like have you heard of this band and i'll message her like have you heard of this band and i'm like man there's just so much out there it's like hard to like take it all in or listen to everything because there's so much there is so much. What, what do you, what do you got, Angela? What are you listening to on your playlist these days? I tell you what, like the, the ba- like just a couple bands that are always on my playlist you, you are, are smaller bands. And one of them is Dissonance from the UK. They're kind of post hardcore. They have their lead singer does melodic and then they have a, uh, more of a screamo singer, but like the lyrics are everything to me. Mm-hmm. Um, not just, I don't know you can just have lyrics, but I mean, obviously if you have a crappy band, it doesn't follow through, but like, man, their lyrics are phenomenal. Like, uh, I don't know, play on words. I think a band for me that like top notch lyrics is silver chair. And I know there's nothing silver chair that's around that's good anymore. You know, they're not together. They're Way to tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but really both of those first two silver chair CDs are the best, best lyrics. So, frog stomp. But anyway, Neon Ballroom, I really uh, loved that album. You. I really did love that album. That was that was solid yeah. for me. Does that have the year two thousand on it? Yeah, yeah. And then then Anna's songs yeah. on there, stuff like that too. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, cool yeah, album, yeah. yeah, for sure, man. Um, but didn't they take like a mega weird direction? You know, like they are yeah. they are something now. Yeah, poppy <laughs> like it really poppy and nothing and you know there's a lot of bands that do that you know have you guys noticed that i mean and and kudos to them i guess i mean there's a lot of bands that start out as something and get twisted into something else some for the good some for the not so good and you know people get angry when they do that but like (laughs) i don't know 
sometimes you, it takes a little bit to grow on you. Some of it, you're just like, okay, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that if it's good. If it's terrible, it's like, just go back to the old shit, man. What are you doing? Yeah, you know, a lot of, like, me and Joey had an episode where before we were really doing what we were doing and, and had our niche where we were interviewing people, we just talked about we were famous. Yeah, before, yes, yeah, before we knew somewhat of what we wanted to do, we just <laughs> talked about albums we liked. And there were so many that, like, I like one album and that was it. Like, like people could have quit after that. Like, one of those bands especially is, like, Taproot. When I, I see yeah. albums that they have, I'm just like, oh, Okay, I don't know why, why they'd even put anything else after that. And it's just, there's so much like that where I just get stuck in my rut. But again, the podcast has helped me maybe expand my, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Just I give people more more grace because we interview people that not not necessarily would I listen to them on a regular basis, but it makes me actually want to pay attention to them more instead of being like, no, I'm not going to listen to this. Why bother? It just, yeah. I completely agree because before I started the radio show, I had this uh, small, small realm of bands. It wasn't small. I mean, just compared to what it is now, but like I liked aggressive or gruff um, vocalists and like, or the completely opposite melodic. (laughs) But if you were anywhere like post hardcore stuff, I thought sucked when I first listened to it. I was like, Oh, what is the screaming and then melodies at the same time? And then it grew on me. It totally opened my eyes when I started doing, you know, the radio show. I was like, holy hell, just take a step back and, you know, listen. So I completely agree. I did the same exact thing. You need to, uh, if, you're, if you're into post-hardcore now, you need to go back and listen to a little band called Remembering Never. They're more on We're the Remembering rough, Never? So, yes, Remembering Never. Any of their albums, I think, you'll be fine with. Because they have some clean singing, but mainly gruff. <laughs> and it's definitely post-hardcore. I think you might get a kick out of it. And then for me, mostly well, mostly I like the post-hardcore that has more clean vocals than any screaming in it, yeah. too. And, and that's, yeah. that's where I'm at. And I think a lot of newer stuff coming out has taken that direction. You can still find whatever, though. That's the thing. Google Play and, like, Spotify, their recommendations for bands when you click on them are pretty fucking spot on. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I agree. And I do that. I do, like, Spotify and then listen to a band. And it's harder with the smaller bands because some of the um, – it doesn't uh, bring up a lot of bands choices. If you like, if I want to listen to Dissonance, listen to Dissonance radio, and then it'll bring up bands that are similar, which I probably never heard of before. So yeah, I do that all the time, but I agree too, because I'm not, I can't do completely screaming all the time. I can't do the rough vocals like all the time. That's too much for me. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike it, but it's definitely not something I wouldn't listen to on a regular basis. Yeah. And that's like, I think me and Joey are lucky enough that we've uh, introduced like Richie Cavalera to do a a weekly segment with us. I can't believe that happened. And he recommends (laughs) cool albums that we get to check out on a weekly basis. And yeah, more often than not, it's stuff that I'm not going to seek out on my own, but it, it takes me out of my comfort zone and we get to check out really cool shit and hear stories about him touring with some of these guys or potentially he was was gonna tour with some of those like this week it was um alika a death metal band from like maryland or something was that when yeah, you joined maryland, yeah, that's yeah. Right, maryland. and they were supposed to be touring right now so he gets to give us a little insight weirdly enough the band name um about what they were going to be doing and the touring so it's really nice to have him on and just 
don't know, I feel really blessed that we have them there to do something like that on a weekly basis to change things up for us. Totally. I also feel pretty shitty for him too. Cause like he wants to be out there fucking killing shows and doing like, that's his livelihood and he can't, yeah. you know, he can't yeah. do that. Cause that's, that's a bad that tours. They tour eight months a year, you know, like they don't, they don't stay at home for nothing. So I don't, I feel bad for him. So. Yeah. I've talked to so many lead singers that are just like, it's like they're lost. wounded little birds right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are. Yes. Yes. That is, they are, they're lost. And like, I, I, a lot of, a couple I know are like pretty hopeless, you know, cause they're like, you know, this is their livelihood and this is what they do. Even, even bands that don't tour all the time, you know, like I think if, and I'm not trying to stereotype lead singers. I'm, I'm really not, but like, it just seems like the majority of lead singers, you know, they Our put bitches. their all, they put, they just, when they can't get out there and do their thing and express themselves, it's like, they need that outlet and they keep it all inside, you know? And it's for sure crazy that's totally sounds like um name drop here when we were talking to royal bliss uh you know that that was there for them right they said it was therapy music being on the road singing yeah that was it for them yeah exactly both those guys said that so that's why they that's why they do it you know you can't if you can't be out there doing it then shit it's not good yeah i don't know but think about think about the emotion at concerts overall, and I, I think we talked about this too. And I mean, I know Marissa, I know knows what I'm talking about, and, and you guys have talked about the shows you've been to. I mean, you know, the the bands are out there putting all their energy and all their feelings, and the fans are eating it up, you know, busting all their energy into the music. I mean, it's just a that's why live concerts are so great. And mm-hmm. I'm too chicken to get go to any, even if they opened everything up here, yeah. like you know, soon. I know Marissa's like ready to jump the gun. <laughs> I'm too scared. Oh, man. I'm too scared right now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I'm ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm ready for the next live show. I'm dying for it. <laughs> so, Marissa, would you be rocking a mask or you're just going raw dog in it? Don't even care. <laughs> well, I you know if it was a whole bunch of people, I probably would still bring a mask. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh yeah i i go i just i just go whatever if i brought it or not i wouldn't really care <laughs> i i mean i went to i went to a movie theater drive-in concert like a few weeks ago where a how was that off. that was so cool like it was really neat and cool. they did a really good job of keeping people like you you could stay in your car or you could stand in front of your car but they they parked you like so you had to be like parked like six feet apart from each person but uh, they did a really good job of it. And I didn't wear a mask there. I didn't. There was people all outside their cars, and we they were all like dancing in front of it, and it was me. And so I thought they did a pretty good job of it. So it just made me want to be at more live shows. I'm like, we need more rock shows like right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel so bad for them though, because everything is getting you know pushed to 2021 now, and I feel so bad for all those people that were counting on their tours this year and. It's just rough. It is rough. It's sad. It yeah. is sad. I miss concerts too, man. Like, I don't even know. Like, yeah. I, I worked security for years at this uh, venue in town, like, fucking 15 years or something, probably like that now. And uh, they don't know. Like, they're done, basically. Like, it's pretty sad. That sucks. I'll, I'll well, never probably see another show there again. I don't know. I think I saw an article that they, they were mm-hmm. just talking about uh, with a lot of independent venues in Canada are trying to get together to do a bunch of fundraising, get some like federal money kicked in or something because they have not been able to 
basically sustain anything like like you're you're not doing anything for three months and you're barely breaking even even if you were running so it's like okay what what's gonna happen next like where can we go like it's it sucks a lot of so your videos are doing the same thing what you're saying there's uh there's putting a petition out there to write your state senators and everything like that for independent like music venues and yeah. they're asking for all grant money too so they're along the same lines here in the u.s doing the exact same thing it's too bad and I, I just i feel like on like the list of priorities for you know the government assholes is certainly not music venues unfortunately you know that's yeah, yeah entertainment was the first thing to go entertainment yeah, that was, was it. the first like you're done you're done uh you're done then the malls are done and then the healthcare is done fuck you and yeah (laughs) yeah i saw a survey that had people saying like the least like actual necessity out of everything was arts and entertainment yeah and i was was like i get that but also shit it sucks man because when things get back to normal ish what are we gonna do you know just you know, go, go to those concerts because I don't think that's going to um, appease Marissa going to those drive through ones. She's got to be in the pit. <laughs> she's she's got to be in there pit. throwing bows, man. Yeah. yeah, she's going for I'm it. I'm in it. I'm there. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't start a mosh pit with your car or just start fucking driving a fucking <laughs> demolition derby. Like a derby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Circle pit. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, psycho. I love it, Marissa. <laughs> Many shows like how many shows would you go to regularly like if things were normal are you at a show like monthly or like weekly oh angela angela and i go to them almost together all the time so angela we go what month like well i do i go to a lot of local bands too though so i go to local band shows so i'm at them weekly but like for like big bands or touring bands I mean, if they're if they're around me within like a two to th- two to four hour hour drive, I'm not that show. <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome! That good for Hi, you, Angela. Angela, who are you at on the event? <laughs> well, it's kind of it's kind of ironic how Marissa and I met because we <laughs> we met at a show, <laughs> and we're actually from the same myself. area. We yeah. we're only a half an hour away from each other, and and she was at a, a con. Uh, it was a um sprinkling in peoria and it's like a, a little festival um well it's not that small but it's not like the big so, festivals you see that danny wimmer throws but it's uh i heard a girl behind me you know like laughing and saying she was from champagne and champagne's like 30 minutes from where i'm from i'm like wait a second you're from champagne and then the story was written and you know we like the same music you know we're the same age and you know yada 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 like all of the stuff we had in common and all the places we had frequented, I can't believe we had we had never met before because we had been to <laughs> the same shows we, you know, all in over the past well, 25 years, you know. So it's just insanity. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's hard to find somebody to go to shows with you that likes the same kind of music or yeah. I, I'll usually go to shows by myself. Like I used, I would go. I mean, that's how I wouldn't. I was at that show by myself when I met you there, you know. But uh, yeah. you always end up being like friends or friends of the circle and then if you go to a show by yourself you're usually running into somebody that you've seen at a previous yeah. show somewhere around here 
Yeah, that feels like it used to be the case around here. Like we could go to shows and there'd be a ton of people we knew. But now when I go, if I go, it's just, yeah, it's different. Uh, hopefully people start going again because I know I need to go. Like it's wild when you say two to four hours, you'll be there. I don't even like driving the hour to the city that Joey's in. Cause I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> And like my yeah. city has absolutely nothing. There is nothing. We have like what's called like a concert series in here, but they bring in like what's uh, that? It, they bring in bands like fucking seventy-five-year-old people. Like yeah, nice. pretty much like that. Nice. You know, nice. you're gonna get like polka players, shit like oh, yeah. that. <laughs> um, I skip those. I don't bother because that's uh, why there's no scene. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I'm blowing the scene, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, before the before local. all of this. Before all of the COVID and all this started, we actually had plans um, to go to a couple of festivals. Marissa had planned to go to more than me, um, but we had planned on driving eight hours to one of them. I mean, we were going to stay the weekend and stuff, but, you know, I've driven, I've driven eight hours to Oklahoma. You know, we drove five hours up north to Wisconsin <laughs> last summer. Yeah. Rock USA. That was that quite was the a, trip to the Rock was, USA. Yeah. We were going to oh, drive to yeah. Virginia this summer, Metal Mountain. So, Rock I mean, USA. Did you see, did Royal Bliss play that one? Royal Bliss was not, not there. I like that band a lot. They're great, but they weren't there. I don't know. All the what, what are those like, festivals like for like a couple lovely ladies who go up there is it like a skeezy time to, to is it kind of a weird or us it's, scuzzy dudes always hitting on you it's really hot first off. <laughs> Actually, it's just, day, everybody was, we're both we're both really short like we're, we're, i'm five yeah. two <laughs> yeah. so like that's five foot <laughs> we're usually up front at regular shows but like festivals like that, like we, we both don't like being overwhelmingly hot, like, you know, a hundred degrees all day. Whoa. We we both don't do well, but, but actually everybody was, we split up. We split up. I was um, at the very stage. I was like right in front of the stage at Rock USA. So it was, uh, a lot of people were really nice. Usually, uh, I, yeah. you know, not people like everybody, usually people were there like with people so they kind of like kept to themselves how many people like interacted with you unless like I mean I don't know if you're being silly or something they will but how many people talk to you they all just kind of kept to themselves but it was a cool time though well I mean it was cool to see all those bands at once but it was a very hot and muddy and terrible environment a tornado touched down when we were there oh right yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Deadly. yeah so yeah, that was like terrible, and we all thought we were gonna die. So that wasn't good yeah. time. They had to delay the show and everything. So we missed. I missed some of the bands I really wanted to see on the second day because of the tornado hitting. So that kind of bummed me out. <laughs> I love. I love Marissa. Secondary is just like my life. First and foremost, the fucking <laughs> bands I didn't get to see. I love it. <laughs> yeah, just like first, life second. <laughs> that's intense but in reality festivals are okay to me like i don't get me wrong i like going but if somebody gave me a million dollars i'll ask each one of the questions too this has heard this question before if somebody gave you a million dollars it only to spend on music shows would you spend it on a few festivals or would you rather go to smaller intimate shows oh, that's easy i would me. rather go to smaller intimate shows yeah personally smaller shows how do you guys feel true me smaller because i hate people uh generally speaking and <laughs> uh 
I like I know I couldn't do a festival as much as I watch them on YouTube all the time. But that is overwhelming and just anxiety inducing and panic attacks start to happen when I watch that. So uh, yeah, I'll just stick to a club. That's good enough for me. Many totally. of those. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if I had I've I've seen so many fucking amazing bands in my small little bar that I wouldn't have to go anywhere. So that's fine. I'd take the million and I would just spend it on merch or these little shows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> festivals too. are over it's just too much at festivals. I don't think I'd ever I mean, that was a hard one, Rock USA was, but I'd rather take a smaller venue any day than a festival. The only, the only thing I've ever been to, I went to a Warp Tour when I was like 20 years old. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because I got to see Coheed and Cambria and they got nice. booed off the yeah. fucking stage because they, the, uh, what's his name? The uh, lead singer, what's his face? I can't remember. Paul. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh, crazy hair. He got booed off the stage because he was drunk as shit, man. So we were just throwing shit at him. Oh. And he's like, no wonder Canadians don't play baseball. You can't fucking hit me with anything. Oh. <laughs> and then like, then like two days later, there was like a press release saying how he apologized for that. Because they were like one of the headliners that year, right? There was this huge people wanted to see them. And he yeah. was a shit face drinking straight out of Jack Daniels bottle. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> And then that was back when My Chemical Romance was like nothing. I got to see them like on the side stage and I was so pumped because I knew who they were and I was like right up front. And that was before they kind of blew up and were a big thing. And so that that's really nice when festivals are like that. But uh, yeah, now, now that I'm older, I'm just like, nah, I'm cool with that. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah like agreed. A, they're... they're it's fun to meet people like it's fun to see the sights and see the crazy people and stuff like that but like i think it's hard to enjoy the music as much as i would if i was in a venue that held 200 people or less you know like there is nothing like being in a small venue and like no joke i'm telling you i have to have the singer singing to me i'm gonna sing back to them <laughs> so i gotta be right there i'm gonna sing to you yeah, and like weird shit can happen too. Like Joey, I think this happened. Was it Devin Townsend who like blew out the speakers in the exchange, and then he just did like an acoustic set or something? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, like that's He's so a cool. Wild guy. He's crazy. Yeah, he literally overloaded Devin Townsend the whole... jumping off the balconies and yeah. playing the guitar off the balconies, yeah. hanging around. And... That was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. It was so fucking cool. It was like, it was he came through a strapping young lad one time and he just completely destroyed the place he's so good and then because uh, he's bipolar eh so he writes he writes different uh different music for oh, whatever really yeah whatever mood he's in type thing so when he's having when he's low <laughs> he writes a strapping young lad record when he's normal he writes a Devin townsend project record really did not yeah. know that yeah so he came through one time with strapping young lad that was when he had like a had like this epic skullet it was so crazy, just so nuts. He's just like a fucking psychopath. Anyways, he tore the place apart. Everybody was losing it. There's probably like 400 people packed into this place. It could hold like 200. It was just nuts. Everybody just beat the fucking shit out of each other. I remember standing on a chair trying to like see stuff because there's just like bodies flying everywhere. It was cool, man. And then like the next time they came back, yeah, he the first the first note he hit of their set fried the fucking sound system at the oh my God. they had to like rewire they had to rewire half the building i think <laughs> they had to put on a whole new sound, sound equipment everything like that it was the best thing that could have happened because they turned it into like one of the best sounding venues in saskatchewan so 
Thanks, Devin Townsend, for fucking everybody up. That boy. Hey. But after that, after that, he said they were trying to fix it, and I guess he was like hanging out at the bar, and he's like, "Well, I don't know." He started to play some acoustic songs. He's like, "Oh, let's go to another bar, and I'll start buying you guys drinks." <laughs> start buying oh people beer at this bar down the street. Yeah, he was super cool. Wow. So I guess that'll bring me to the question, and I know it's a difficult one, but what's a, if you could see any band live right now, who would you want to see right now? Aside, let's pretend COVID never happened and it was a regular life. <laughs> who would you guys want to see right now? Which band? Oh, shit. Um, live right now. Um, you know, yes. this is going to sound corny and cheesy, but because we chat with them all the time, Insight. I want to see Richie. I want to see what he's doing all the time, man, because he's he's killing it. They were going to be destroying it this year. So, like, just because he's a friend of the show and a friend in sight. And then also just for uh, – because I love seeing them live every single time, Machine Head. I've seen them, like, three times. I, I would want to see them three more times if I could. Yeah, man. I, I'd have to agree. I've seen Insight before, but I would see them again to shoot the shit with Richie. But I, I wanted to go see Rage Against the Machine and run the Jewels. They were mm. supposed to be playing in Winnipeg in July at some point, and now that's obviously not happening. Fuck. Pissed me off. I would have loved to see Rage Against the Machine live. So are you guys indefinitely in Canada? Are you guys indefinitely, or do you guys have a game schedule, game plan for when shows will play again? Mm. There's no game plan as far as I know for shows right now. Yeah, we have okay. some people that are doing the same thing where they are doing like uh, those drive-in car shows. I think a couple country artists or somebody are doing that. So oh, really? Yeah, there's people thinking outside the box. <laughs> so they're Garth doing it that way. Garth Brooks is doing one that's big. Is he? Or, yeah. yeah. It's actually going to be filmed. They're actually going to do it at the drive-in oh theater God. here in Illinois for Garth Brooks. That's hilarious. They're gonna have a have, need a lot of room for all those trucks. Well, I think uh, what he's gonna do is my understanding is a lot of these are working out where they just do it on like one stream and then the movie theaters, like the drive-in theaters, are streaming that show. Oh, I see. Central location, so like it will air all in one night at like fifty different drive-in theaters at once. But you have to be able to, like, the driving theater has to be involved in it and all that stuff. So, like, oh. uh, but it's, it's not like they're coming to that drive-in theater. Like, the show I went to, they were there. But with, like, some of these artists, they're just doing it at one central location where they're just, like, streaming it. So, it's kind of weird. So, it's like, well, you could be watching a video at home. But yeah. I don't right. know. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, I think it's cooler if they were, like, on stage in front of you and then, you know, it was on the screen. Like, yeah, it's like you can. Yeah, just, I, I don't know. If, if it came to that and they're not even there, I'd rather just watch it at home or wait till it's on yeah, YouTube because yeah. you know some like, ass is going to put it on YouTube. Or something like that for it. It's like crazy. Yeah, I just like, checked into what we got. It's uh, So Brett Kissel, country singer out here, he's putting their big concert on out in Regina. And <laughs> it's, tickets sold out in like 11 minutes. So Seriously? Like, yeah, people, wanna, people are, are jonesing, man. They're like Marissa yeah, well, style. They got to get out. Yeah. You know what? And I will pose the question then. Where the fuck were they before Corona? Thank you. That's all. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> people took for granted of things. You're goddamn you know, right like, they people, did. You're goddamn people right. People took for granted what, what life was like before COVID. Like, That's right. You know, be like, well, maybe I'll go to that show. And now they're like, oh, I wish I would have went to that show. It's like, yeah, you should have <laughs> went to that show, you dummy. You should have went to every show before. That artist. 
Yeah. yeah, now that now they're not artists anymore. Thanks. Thanks for nothing but <laughs> <the> joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now now they're working a nine to five job. <laughs> Wishing you really, specifically but, went to yeah. that show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen some artists where they're actually having to get some real jobs, like actually working nine to five at a business because they can't do anything else right now. So that's happening. That's so crazy. That's so sad. Yeah. Like their their music became their side project, whereas it was their main thing before, you know. Yeah. I also kind of yeah. like how artists have been doing like branching out to do different things on social media. Like you're seeing like these rock artists create their own TikTok channels, and so yeah. like you're seeing like other side of them have like these funny creative sides that are not just music, but they're like also comedians. Like I'm loving <laughs> that so much. I'm liking the different creativity things that they're doing, like we're doing live streams on Twitch or live streams on Instagram where they're like connecting with people. It gives you a little more like in-depth look on what their life is like and you're kind of connecting to them on a different level than what you would if you just saw them at a show. So in a way, it's kind of interesting on like way they've become creative on doing life in COVID right now. Yeah. yeah, and we we had a band actually, like well, uh, Tom from Valiant Hearts and Galleons, which is weird because uh, when we talked to him, nothing really has changed because he's in a band that is in a band all over the world. So a lot of his members are from like Russia or other places, and he said nothing's changed because he's never met any of his band members, which is wild to me that they're putting out oh, wow. albums and performing, and they've never once met ever. And they've never yeah, performed live. He, he's never performed live, but they're still killing it and like getting tons of plays on like Spotify. Well, like, did they hit a million on Spotify? Oh God, I'm not even sure, man. But he said like oh, wow. the, the funding for, um, you know, a couple songs that were streaming paid for their newest album, right? Like, that he was yeah. saying they were like ten to $12,000. So it's yeah. weird, weird that some people just can make a go at it and others, you know, it's still they got to be in the studio figuring things out. It's just cool to hear. And that just shocked me that, you know, they've never met and shit like that can sound so good. Like I always tell people, like, if you want to hear what can be done anywhere, you know, across the world, go check them out. Like, it's so cool to hear. Cause like Joey's doing that too. Like, like he has a, like 19 different bands. It seems like he's working in and he, they're sharing tracks online. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, uh, one of my well, Jeff Jeff Vicario, who you guys should probably be sending music to for his show. I think you are now, anyways. But um, yeah, he's got. I'm in three projects with him, and he's in Finland. And our one like flagship project right now is called Dark Matter Will Flow. He's in Finland. I'm in Canada. Our bass players in Virginia, and our drummers in Wales, UK. So it's kind yeah. of funny. <laughs> Yeah, oh. just send shit back and forth, and it's, it's funny, man. It's wild. It's, but I like it. I don't. I don't have to go anywhere. I can just come into my room whenever and record my parts and send it to them, and you know they do their thing. So it's going to a studio is overrated if you have your own little setup for sure. I think. <laughs> and you know, it's funny that you say that because there are so many one man bands out there. Mm-hmm. There's, and they won't let you know that off the top usually. There's so no, many one band right. bands like one yeah one guy's the producer and then like when they go on tour they'll hire like you know 
paid musicians to go on tour with them, but it's their band and they, they right. did it all and they're just playing the parts. And you'll, right. there's a lot of that going on. And I didn't realize that until last year because I was like, wow, it's one man, one man deal, one man band, but it's kind of cool. It's kind of mysterious. And most, you know, I, bands respect, I respect the hell out of that. I think that's so cool. Like that's, that's what I liked about the Ray Gun girls. Like when, when, when I first started to listen to them, uh, I thought it was a full, you know, a full deal, right? And then we got talking to the guy. He's like, yeah, it's just me. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. And he's only playing with fucking five strings on a guitar. Only yeah. five Yeah, Now, I had a studio band. Hiro the Hero is the exact same way. And then when they were get, when he was going on tour with, uh, well, I can't remember what tour he started with, but um, I saw him at Disrupt Festival. That was the first time I saw him was at Disrupt Festival. And I talked to him and he's like, yeah. I was like, where did you get these guys? He's like, well, they're like a studio band, but he goes, I'm keeping them. Like he, they are now his band. He's like, I'm not changing anybody out. He's like, I'm keeping them. And now that it's like his band, like all those guys in that band are his band. So I think, I thought that was what, the really one. Good. Is that the ones that he was with and when he was on the tour with Nonpoint? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. He kept them. Like yeah. that was like a studio, you know, his um, label put that band together for him. Like, and they could have been changed out like on the next tour. And he's like, no. I'm keeping these guys. I like these guys and they're my friends and my family and I'm keeping them. And I, I thought that was like a solid move of him. That's super know? smart. Yeah, for sure. Well, what yeah. are you going to do? Then you have to like find someone else again and again and again and again. Yeah, for each tour. That's what some bands do though. They, they have those hired studios. Yeah, that's when we were talking to uh, Madam Mayhem. She was saying that a lot. And I, I just assumed like, Oh, I love her. I love her so much. She is so nice. She's awesome. Yeah, she was a she was. Hell yeah, person. we had so much She's fun interviewing her. She's so cool. Lady. Yeah, I love. Her. Yeah, both She's of their guitar great. players are in other bands. They're yeah, they're right. in other they bands are. too. Yes, they yeah. are. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's kind of what she said. She's like, well, we just kind of, you know, I have my my guys that I like to get, but sometimes if they can't make it, you have to find other people. It's like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess if you're yeah. to learn, but you can't wait around and schedules don't line up and shit like that. That makes sense. Yeah. I always thought it was a blood in, blood out type thing. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah. I did too. And I learned too. I've learned. I'm like, that's so crazy, but it's interesting. Carnival's yeah. forever. You can't leave. Yeah. That's right. It's it's like weird. It's like <laughs> a weird, like incestual relationship in a good way. In a good way. Not not um Southern Saskatchewan way when we get down south. <laughs> yeah. But that's you can find it where, where you know the the hills have eyes and the sheep are scared around those parts you got a pretty mouth and all that that's but. right oh <laughs> but yeah speaking of like one-man bands have you guys heard <laughs> have you heard cam cole the busker no. from the uk cam oh cole. Yes, yes yes oh my god that guy is crazy i will if you guys haven't which it sounds like you haven't uh besides joey i'm gonna no. send you guys some some links to that and you will fall in love instantly such a fucking cool dude like, so what makes what made you fall okay let's talk about that what makes you guys fall in love with the music that is it a complete amalgamation of everything or is it lyrics is it the, do you listen to it and you're like oh this is badass and then the lead singer sings and you're like oh well, that happens, <laughs> that, that, happens that happens you guys fall in love with the music that you fall in love with what what drags you into it for me it's uh well, it's like he said, it's an, it's an amalgamation of everything. Um, but I think what I go for first is vocals. Mm-hmm. If I, like, the music could be half-assed, but they have, like, a really good singer that I'm still yeah. in. 
conversely they could have amazing music and just a fucking garbage singer and then it's like come on man but i go i go lyrics first i think i you know yeah if they have shitty lyrics i don't care for them that's about it and yeah for me it's it's that's one of the tougher questions because sometimes i wonder that myself why the hell do i like this band because (laughs) it, it just it just catches me it might be the time of day i listen to it you know it might be the sound of the the voice a lot of times what really gets me is when the the singer just i can feel the energy the passion uh that they're really into it that's that's what i care about and that's why i like seeing people perform live because that's when they come across better is like you know you could do stuff on that album you know in studio but then when you see them live and they're killing it out there you're like wow this is a band i want to see but then there's other bands vice versa that fucking kind of ruined it for me one of my favorite bands ever was 36 crazy fist again i tell this story all the time i saw them live like when i was like i don't know 25 worst concert i've been to they sucked so bad that like i haven't been able to listen to them like the same ever since Like it was oh, shit. Like, like they butchered their songs. They were like half as long as they were on the, the CD. I was just like, this who the fuck? This is awful. Yeah, I saw. I think I had that happen to me with um, from Autumn to Ashes. I did not find them that great live when I saw them. Now it could have just been me. I might have been a little drunk and not remembering. <laughs> I remember Killswitch Engage was on that bill, and they of course. We're fucking fantastic. That always. Howard Jones. Oh, yeah. Howard Jones. They're always amazing. Oh, <laughs> I like them a lot. They're I remember great. that show because he, when when they were done, uh, everybody wanted an encore. And it took forever because Howard Jones already went back to the bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They had yeah. to like, run back to the bus and get back <laughs> on stage. He's like, sorry, I didn't think we got an encore. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Solid, solid guy, though. I met him when he came through with, uh, what's the other band he's got now? Light the Torch. Yes, light the torch. Yeah, light the torch. Shook my hand and shit. I was like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest day of my life." That was cool. (laughs) That was one of the person. Are you guys fans of the new the the other lead singer of uh... Jesse? Yeah, Jesse. Jesse threw on me. Jesse, the original singer of Kill Switching. Yes. Yeah, I know they switch back and forth all the time. Yes, Yes, I know. Yeah, initially, um, I I knew Howard before Jesse, so Howard was my Kill Switch Engage singer. Always loved him, always will. Such a cool, powerful voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse, for what he does, he does well. Like I think he he's he's awesome with them too. Like they're a great band together. Um, they, I think he's gotten a lot better as a singer too, and yeah. over the years, so that makes it easier to like him. And uh, he just. You know, he seems like a good guy. Like they're they're really easy to like, uh, even though he's not the same singer. But now that they're coming together and bringing Howard back for songs here and there and that's combining them, oh, that's so fun. I am. Uh, I liked. I liked Jesse. I think until I heard Howard, and I was like, oh God, Howard's so much better <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, I had to agree. Yeah. He's just got it, man. He's got. I don't know that scream he can hit on like fixation on the darkness and uh or no sorry well yeah that and uh, darkness falls or something like that i think was one of them but jesus christ he can scream like a demon but he can woo you as well with his nice clean vocals so yeah it's perfect. yeah they're so they're so deep <laughs> yeah. yet smooth it's like you joey deep and smooth yeah. Yeah, i'm more just deep than anything. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you yeah <laughs> 
I think that's the thing about live shows, like you guys said too. Like, I'll tell you what, I, I don't know, I think Marissa shares the same sentiment, but like when you hear, especially runs, like, uh, melt me with your runs. But I tell you what, when you see them kill it on live on stage, you're like, yes, bless. You know, they're like, kill it, just like they did it. Cause, don't get me wrong. I mean, like studios are studios, but come on. I, I'm a horrible singer. They could, a studio could make me sound wonderful. So like a studio can do lots of magic to people. But if you're out there day after day killing it and your vocals are holding up year after year after year after year, that's wow. That's, that's amazing. I feel like a proud mom up there. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> well, do you lovely ladies have some horror experiences from bands that you thought were going to be awesome, but turned out to just kind of <laughs> shit the bed? <laughs> Like oh, a trailer? Did you ever see a trailer live? Oh, yeah. It's always amazing. What are you talking about? Trailers just, are bad. I've never seen, I've I never seen them live. <laughs> <laughs> I love telling this story, though. This is like one of my favorites. So, uh, you guys know the band Him? Yes. Like, uh, okay, I saw, okay. I saw so, him once before. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> you saw him once before. Okay. So, I was real excited to see them. Like, th- I, was, I was going to a show of like, Oh my God, I'm going to see them live. I haven't seen them live ever. I was excited. So I, I didn't realize how many women like loved him, like the lead singer. Like I didn't realize he was like this heartthrob guy. I just liked their music. And so anyways, he comes out on stage and the lead singer is wasted. Like nice. he is drunk and he sings maybe the first few words of his of the first song. And then he lays on the ground on his back and just growls in the microphone oh my god what's happening and then the guitarist was pissed like yeah. he was so mad he was like shaking his head and the drummer was like hitting the drum like super hard to be like get in beat like get do something you could tell all of them were mad and he was like that for most of the show like he laid on his back almost the whole show he got up for a little bit and stumbled and then fell again and then they're like they cut this they cut the set short they're like we're done like and you could tell the drummer like threw his shit the guitarist like went off and he you could tell he was livid and i was like well that was him that That was the end of the that was end of them and they never toured again they they never toured again Coincidence? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, coincidence. Yeah, coincidence. <laughs> I don't, I've seen that I don't think there's yeah. ever been a band that I've seen that I've been like, no. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> now yeah, well, there's been a band. I don't want to say who it is, but there's been a band it's where... Fun. It's a safe place. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a safe place. There's a band that we did a meet and greet with, and... Uh, was I there? Just say, no, this was before. Okay. All okay. Everybody in the band was super cool. We were on their tour bus, but the lead singer, he's very... I don't know if he's just guarded, and maybe he was just... I don't know, not as sociable as the rest of the guys. Um, and this is a band that's been around for a while, but uh, I don't know. I was just, I was kind of, it was kind of off-putting. And in fact, he kind of, Lori kind of argued, my friend Lori kind of argued with him a little bit. He was just, he was just a little off-putting, I guess. I, I was kind of let down, but I, I don't think I've ever been let down by any performances, though. 
<laughs> just just them oh, as people. Yeah. Just just them as human beings let you down. Yes. They were yes, fine as human beings. <laughs> I love your music, but you suck as a person. Yeah, you're not <laughs> cool. Yeah. I think that's a disappointment though. Like when you are so into a band and then you actually meet them and then they either have this major ego and it just yeah. kind of ruins it. Oh yeah. And I have a really hard time with that because like you're like, I really want to like that band, but wow like he could care less if he was meeting the people who really supported their band and mm-hmm. stuff like that i could get it could be overwhelming and stuff like that and people in your face and you get tired of it but it can be a killer i bet it all those be assholes are missing it now with covid yeah. oh, I'm sure. you wish <laughs> you had those hundred dollar meet and greets now <laughs> yeah and i wonder if those will exist after right because nope. I, I always paid for them when i'd see like machine head i've seen them t- like three four times now but like two times vip and it's so fun to do that because it's very when when it's done right with like maybe like 20 25 people it's small and and good not like overwhelming um but yeah like shit what are, what are they going to do now? Like just hang out in a bubble and say, take all your free merchandise. And yeah, that's all you get. So yeah, that's hard. That's hard one. Who knows what life's going to be like when everything actually goes back. They're talking about like no moshing and have people face like so many feet apart. I'm like, how are you going to do that? Good luck with drunk people doing that. that. Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to expect that's going to (laughs) work? They can't hear you anyways. Six feet, bro. Where, come here, buddy. I can't hear you. What? What? <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe that's been my most disappointing thing in a show is is drunk people because like <laughs> I don't I don't drink at shows. Like me and Marissa don't drink. So like when there's no. people falling all over me and I'm like totally intent into a band and like somebody's like falling all over me, which happens all the time. Because again, I'm only five foot two, short. so everybody falls all over us. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, it's like just. I don't care if you're like totally beside me or like crammed in next to me, but like get get just don't be slamming into me and drunk be, singing yeah. in my ear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so true. That's hilarious. Ah, yep. oh, drunk people. They're drunk people at shows. Drunk yeah. people, <laughs> uh, high people, sweaty people. You miss those people, sweaty you know? People. That's so true. If you got an outside hot festival, uh Oh my god! <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a guy at a festival I went to last summer who, uh, obviously, we were up front, and this was at Spring Fling again in Peoria. And this guy, I am pretty positive, like I can do body odor, I can do sweat, and all that stuff. Okay, but I'm telling you, this guy peed on himself because he didn't want to get out. I know he did. He smelled like oh, pee. He smelled- gross. oh I god! He oh, god. and he was right beside me. Of course. <laughs> Just because he didn't pee on you, that would be worse. I wouldn't even known. It was so hot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I wouldn't know. (laughs) I don't don't know. Maybe he did. Who knows? Maybe he did. Maybe it wasn't him you were smelling. It was yourself because he peed on you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I don't know. It was horrible. If you ever need, if you ever need an education on weird like body odors, just come to uh, an independent wrestling show, and uh, uh, you will meet some people. Oh. Woo! Oh, no. That's a that's a collective <laughs> that you might find interesting. It's amazing for people watching. I love it. It's so horribly like one of the nerdiest things I still love. And yeah, it's still gross though. Some like I think either the worst fans are probably wrestling fans or CFL fans for the most hillbilly. Yeah. 
Oh, Hillbillies. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of smells at bars I've noticed over the years. It's like puke, beer, sweat, pot, and desperation. That's about <laughs> desperation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. Hangs in the air. So what are you guys excited about any new upcoming releases that are going to be coming up? Because I, I'm going to be truthful. I don't, I don't really know a lot of new releases that are coming up. I get new bands contact me. I mean, bands contact me with new releases all the time. And that was kind of my news flash of new releases, but I don't, I don't know any bands with anything coming out that I can say, yeah, they're going to come out. Do you guys know um, any releases that you're excited? No, I, I was going to ask you what you had. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what you had coming out at Curtain Call there, because I've I've really liked pretty much every band you've posted on that Facebook group where I love the show. But that's and, what I get my music nowadays is these people sending me stuff. I don't I don't know. I'm so out of the loop. Like basically, ever since they stopped making metal magazines, I don't know anything. It's been <laughs> years. It's been like twelve years of just not knowing anything that's happening ever. And, for me, it's, uh, I guess, non-point. I know they're writing material because there I tried to get them on for an interview, but Frank was like, they're eyes deep in new shit, so maybe in August you can talk to them. And then that's how our uh, relationship with FM management started. They were like, you want to talk to some other people? I was like, sure. I feel like we're in a Mortal Kombat scenario and we have to go through the first like couple interviews with their people before we get like Shane Sung, which would be non-point. That's right. And Maria, I know you're out there. You're listening. You'll hear us. We We're love coming. you, but, yeah. but we, we can handle more. Give us more. We want some more interviews. <laughs> well, thank you. We got uh, we got the Dead Daisies on Monday, so thank you very much for that, Angela. Oh, cool. Oh, they're coming. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Gigi herself emailed me. I was like, oh, my God. Hi. How are you? Hey, oh, boss lady. <laughs> yep. Oh, I've heard I've heard tell of this woman, and now she's talking to me. She's a nice person. <laughs> she's a real girl. Yeah, yeah exactly. Me. I was like, you I've do had exist. Ask me that before. They're like, is she real? <laughs> like, is she actually? To be truthful, we've we've never we've never met. Yeah. <laughs> They're in Ohio. I'm in Illinois. So right. we've had that. We were supposed to meet this year. We were actually because uh, I've been with you know the family of Rockridge and you know Curtain Call for three years, and we were supposed to meet this summer, but. You know, that kind of all got mixed. And I want to rewind for a second because you were talking about non-point and Marissa was talking about TikTok. Elias has a non- oh. has a TikTok and he 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 makes some pretty funny TikToks. If you guys want to check that out, oh, Elias from Nonpoint. I'm too so old funny. for TikTok. I love him. No, you're not. I'm probably older than you, and I'm I'm TikTok. Know. I'm me and Marissa are all over TikTok. You guys see that. everybody try and drink stuff with paper towel rolls? <laughs> that shit's hilarious. No. Yeah, so instead no. of the, the, the paper towel roll, is the straw, and it's super wide and thick, so um, everybody drinks that entire glass. And, and dies. And yeah. throws up. It's beautiful. I oh, man. In a couple. Yeah, that's my favorite shit. I follow musicians on there. I really don't follow... I follow a few, like, reality people on there, but mainly it's, like, a lot of musicians like Hyro and Elias and Rob and Ivan Moody. Um, oh, Mr. There's Moody. Few, yeah, there's a, quite a few people on there that, I mean, I'm telling you, like, some of these people would never create TikTok, but Hyro feels like the reason he created TikTok was because he said he could reach a younger generation than what his music would reach. And it's funny yeah. because 
a younger generation will follow TikTok. And when like I've and I've seen this, like where they said, you know, like people are like, I didn't even know he did music. Whenever like Hyrule would Hyrule would go live, his TikTok followers would come in there. They're like, you do music, and he's like, that's like who I am. And they're like, I only see your TikTok videos. So you see like these like teenagers coming in there like loving him, but they had no clue, and he was like a rocker. <laughs> so it's interesting how it's like bridging the gap between like it's cool. I think it's cool to watch this all unfold in front of people. It's neat. TikTok is a new thing. Even though, even though I have tried, my son, he is 16, and he, I have tried to get him to listen to my music. And there are a couple of bands that I can, you know, get him to listen to for a second, but he, he listens to TikTok music on Spotify. It's a yeah. TikTok <laughs> music yeah, playlist. Is there a TikTok yeah. music playlist? Yeah, there is. Because all, yeah, yeah. all those songs are, you know, it's not real songs, obviously. Well, not all of them, but. You know, so yeah, and then I asked them the Spotify TikTok playlist because I'm like, are you listening to just TikTok songs? It's like, it's just what's on the playlist, it's on the playlist. I'm like, <laughs> oh. Angela, is, is your kiddo a, a rapper? Does he, does he rap? Uh, my son? Yes. I'm wondering. No. Okay. <laughs> no, so but I, I was like. No, no. It's funny that you say that because I can, I can, I can freestyle like you, nobody's business. Really? Well, now you got to prove it. And, and, I, and, I put, and I put them up to a test, maybe on another day, but. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Oh, another day. Uh, how convenient. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he does like rap music, though. He, I've tried to get him, I've tried to get him to, you know, listen to my music. I've offered him to take him to concerts, you know. He almost went to one, but no, okay. he's not not into okay. any rock music whatsoever. I was just feeling like the younger generation, the TikTok stuff, that's what I, I see a lot of when I, I watch the videos. I don't have it myself. My lady watches them constantly and then shows me the, her best of at the end of the day. And I'm like, one out of 10 of these <laughs> might be good. And one I, out of 10. Yeah, that's if we're funny. lucky. If we're lucky. That's hilarious, man. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't do TikTok. It's uh. I'm taking a stand right now. That's it. I'm not fucking doing it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. To be truthful, there's a lot of people that as my age that say that like, oh, this is, you know, that's just their kids. That's a kid saying like, my son thinks that Facebook is for, for old people because oh. I, I like Facebook. He does Snapchat and he does Instagram more. See, I don't understand Snapchat. I tried one time and I was like, what the fuck is this? Okay, well, that <laughs> yeah, was right. what a waste of an app. Marissa does. I deleted that. Marissa I does Snapchat. That. I am all over She likes the that. filters. Oh, the filters. I don't like those animal ones, though. I never do the animal ones. I do the ones where it makes me look like I have good skin complexion. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I do look like this all the time. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> Finally, it captured Thank my you. true essence. Uh, I look like I'm 20 here. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> what I say is I don't need anything that makes me spend more time on my phone. Because yes, at the you. end of the week, when it says, hey, you've spent like your average time was nine hours a day. I was like, Ooh, Jesus like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. That's a full-time <laughs> job. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, it's we're, we talk about that sometimes, Trevor. It's like when you're when you're doing stuff like this you know with with podcasts and obviously radio and promotions and everything like you're on your phone that's it you're yeah, getting totally. emails you're making contacts you're setting up meetings you're fucking listening to wonderful music that angela sends you whatever you're on your phone that's yeah, it. Thanks. all the time yeah. twitter twitter life all that shit man i do twitter and facebook but 
I don't do Instagram either. I used to, but I, I don't know. I don't think I've posted on there for like seven months or some shit. So I basically canceled the Instagram world, I guess, because I'm not relevant anymore. That's all right. We do what we do and we well, do it well. Why would I ask you that, Troy, if you were allergic to Facebook? Uh, me? I have a Facebook account, but it's under an alias. Uh, <laughs> why? Well, first of all, again, I don't like people. <laughs> and secondly, <laughs> um, I, I work with kind of an at-risk population, like youth and adolescent. So I don't want to yeah. have one just in case they're like, hey, there's my counselor or like that guy yeah. like who who you know comes and gives presentations at school and then i'm like no nah, they don't need to find me so if I they don't know even me, know your alias <laughs> that's true <laughs> it's that i only use it to promote wrestling and oh, other nerdy go. shit like that hmm. heck yeah fuck yeah speaking of wrestling vampiro and shane douglas come into town <laughs> november 1st yeah don't worry you you guys won't know it but i do Somebody will. Somebody will. <laughs> I used to. No, I used to. I used to be into wrestling. Probably, I don't know, fifteen, twenty years ago. Yeah, the new November. And WWF, you know, when they would come around, we used to go all the time. That, that was we a fun fact I learned about you. I had no clue that you liked that until like recently. Like we were talking about that, and I was like, "Are you serious?" And you're like, "Yeah." And I'm like. <laughs> it's super fun like to go like to an independent show i like i finally like i got joey to come out to one i tell everybody every time just fucking check your brain at the door and go yeah. in and intend <laughs> intend to yell at people like if you yeah. sit there and just watch it's like the worst thing you can do you Absolutely. they want you to be like ah fuck you you suck and then they yell back at you and it's a good time but that's what me just, and trey were doing who the hell were we heckling um, that asshole's name Dylan the villain was that the oh, Dylan the villain yeah you know Call and him he a fat had, fuck or something like that yeah, he, you had, fat fuck. Yeah. he had to fight Eugene and his gimmick was That's as right. a handicapped person and he did call him like slow or retarded at the time and we all yeah, went we're just oh, like, oh and he's like oh, shut the hell up it's yeah. fun <laughs> it's, 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 light. it's just just go once please <laughs> come on I remember the first show I went to, I was only two rows away from the ring and it was a WW. I don't know if it was the WWE or the WWF then, but it was a long time ago. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell I thought you it was going to be, I love it was that. Gonna I love be it. super fake. Yeah? It's not super fake. <laughs> it, it hurts. Everybody it says hurts, it's super fake. It is not super fake. I don't care. I was two rows away from the ring. It is not super fake. No, it was yeah. all looking real to me. They get hit. That happens. Yeah. That's you, it. yeah those totally chops, those chops to the chest, those those are real. The ring is hard. I've watched, you know, if you see the guys ever build the ring, it's not a spongy trampoline. It's made of it's like steel and plywood, right? So it's it's cool. It's just different shit. And yeah, what what else are you guys into then? See, you guys found out my deep dark secrets of nerdiness and bullshit. <laughs> Uh, music. Yeah, okay, there's more <laughs> than that. I was like, really, like music is it? I don't really have a other hobby than music. Okay, I like whatever. to cook. Yes. I like to cook. Oh, cook! There we go. Yeah, there you go. Now you're talking. Okay. What's your like, What's your favorite okay. dish? I, oh man, there's so many things I like to make. Oh man, um, I don't know. There's like a lot of. We're, bo- we're both We're both doing keto, even though Marissa's been on it way longer than I have, and. Have- I've lost way more than I have, but oh, she does keto food a lot. Now, what is that? Is that all protein? Is like that what that is? Keto guidos. Like no, 
no carbs. It's like no. It's like no carbs, sugar. no sugars, and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. I'm on a I'm on a special diet where I just like don't sleep and drink an ass load of coffee. <laughs> it works. It works real well for me. I can fit into yeah. my pants again. Yeah. I have this weird nervous tick though that won't ever. <laughs> it won't ever stop, and I am starting to not trust myself anymore. But it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Angela, nothing. It's just music. That's that's gonna be you I don't, tonight. I, I mean, really, that it consumes everything I do. Uh, everything I do, like constantly, like constantly watching YouTube, constantly finding the bands, constantly, you know, talking to the bands that are already encompassed in my little circle. I mean, it really is constant. If I had it time, really like, if I had time, I would read like. Uh, teenage dystopian novels maybe but like, <laughs> I don't have time anymore <laughs> what's no. the example maybe of a teenage dystopian up shows on Netflix but okay. that's about it yeah I don't even have time for Netflix anymore I realized that that's so sad I, I, I've realized this too I'm like there's so many things I want to watch right but don't I'll you just like lay there at night and you're like oh yeah I'm totally going to watch it oh fuck it good night <laughs> yeah like, I've been wanting to watch the Vikings. I've been wanting to watch the Vikings mm. on Netflix so yeah. bad. Yeah. Oh, I, don't have I started watching old Star Trek to fall asleep, too. That was my... Oh, that's a cozy that's show. Is that interesting or not interesting? Because if you fall asleep to it... Fall it's not interesting. That- I just put it on because it bores me. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Okay. Yeah, I, I watch whatever, nothing. I watch movies to fall asleep to, and that's it. Um, I, I got wrestling. I got video games, music. Um, that's that's what I like. And then work, nine to five. I worked all the way through this corona nonsense. So I feel jealous yeah. of, of some people who are like, oh, man, I'm so bored. Yeah, good for you, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. know. I, I, I have no I, clue. I, what does that word even mean? What's that? I work at a bank. Bored. Banker, I don't know what that means. <laughs> No I don't know. I haven't had time to do much either. It's just we do this like we do this six nights a week, and during the day I have my kids and my wife's working from home, and it's just crazy. It's go 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 all the time. Yeah, that's fun though. It, yeah. it has been really fun trying to connect, and um, yeah, we have been shot down by people. That's the thing. Like who who shot uh, us down? Glorious Sons said no. Uh, well, no, they didn't say no. Did really? They? Yeah. Well, they said uh, right now they don't want to be doing well, anything. Not doing interviews right no, now. Yeah. Right. So it's like okay, yeah, they, and well, maybe Too hit them bad. up later, right? Uh, no. There's people that have just ghosted us, right? That, that just don't yeah. return emails. Uh, and I mean, that's the thing. When we're putting out like five to six episodes a week, we're trying to constantly hit up people, and you know get people on lined up things like that which is, it's doing good but sometimes you just want people to hit you up because like Cameron Mizell I want him on like to talk shop about him and Time Traveler the band last winter he used to be in as well things like that um, again a guy who we I would love to get on but kind of ghosts me is Paul Mendoza he used to be in the band Unjust and now he's an animator at Pixar like just really cool stories that people oh, wow. have to tell yeah so Paul, Paul Mendoza, and just I loved that band so much. Yeah, they're good, man. They're good. I would just love to chat with him. Yeah. Really yeah. sad about Gloria Sons. I I got to see. 
I actually got to see them last year um, at Sprinkly. They were amazing. They oh, were yeah. completely amazing. Yeah, we're trying to set up a band. we're trying to set up a tour with them in Royal Bliss. Yeah, I think they would work well together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. And so, yeah, I'll try again later once the Rona is figured out. I'll be like, hey, remember me, assholes? I'm back. No, then they'll be asking you. That's right. Hey, could we come on your interview? Oh, sorry, I don't have time. I'm not doing anything right now. <laughs> that is, you know, the Mortal Kombat thing is kind of how it works, though, because That's once right. you get in, you're in. You Once you prove yourself, you're in with them, and then, you know. I can't they're, believe they're how quickly, I can't believe how quickly Gigi was like, yeah, if you want dead daisies, just fill this out. I've never filled out, like, a form to submit, you know what I mean? To like submit for an interview, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Like, whatever, it's four questions, but usually it's just like Twitter DMs and shit. I was like, "Oh, this is serious. This is professional stuff." Yeah, and me and Joe she have. Me to... She was like, "Yeah, you got it." I was like, "Oh my god, now I have to know what I'm doing." <laughs> me and Joe have found differences too. When when we get people, it used to be just going through the artists, and then you have to find eventually you get somebody who's like, "Oh, you got to deal with my management," and you're like, "Son of a bitch." Going through like middlemen is sometimes so hard because they make it that hard for you. Like, okay, can we I do know. this, this, and that? Whereas, you don't, like, though. Angela does not. Yeah, Angela like, makes it that's super like I do, so great. I do know. I'm not one of those middle management people, but I'm just saying I know because I've had to deal with middle management when I first when I first started doing it. I was like, okay, you're dragging your feet. Okay, you want us to do the show? You want us to cover it? And they're like, yes. And then they don't get back to you. And then mm -hmm. they just give you the runaround. And it's like, okay, just forget it. Just you're, you're doing this on purpose. I How can you not want free promotion? Yeah, exactly. That's just it. It's like, I'm doing this for you to help you out. Yeah. Right. I it's a pain in what, the ass. What's, what's more annoying is, or for you guys, when you try to get a guest, is it more annoying when they just flat out say no, or they just say they're totally interested and you never hear from them again? I think never hearing from him again. Yeah. I think that's like one thing that's, or they ghost you. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. That's like, you had one, Joey, and me too. I had a couple. He, I had a couple. Was like, like, oh, I'm so in. Yeah, totally. Just let me. And I'll Scott. It. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And I emailed you two more times. Or when you know they have it and they have a red receipt on their message, oh, you're like, yeah. you cunt. I love that. It's like, you saw you fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I hate these bands that take like, I'm sorry, and it's fine. I guess not everybody checks their emails as crazy as we do. But I think like a suitable response time is like uh, maybe one email every one or two days, you know, to get a reply type thing. Because you know you're checking your email. Don't fuck around. It's fine. Right. But when you have to when i'm talking to one band and then they say oh yeah let's totally do this and it's like i have these dates available and i don't hear from them for two weeks and it's already well past that time when they were originally maybe going to be booked and then they email me back and say oh yeah we're totally in we'll have to do it this time it's like okay and then you still don't hear anything back it's like come on man i gotta wait another week to maybe get a yes or no i don't know what that means. i can understand but then on the flip side it's kind of like pulling teeth because you know most especially most of you know our bands they you know a lot of them work regular jobs and then they mm -hmm. do the band they push the band as hard as they do the regular jobs and then like to get to get everybody together because usually they want to get everybody together you know they don't want to leave anybody out because you know how egos work and you know there's so there's so many stories and like you know it's like herding cats <laughs> you know to getting everybody together you know because somebody will be hurt if one person doesn't and then somebody else doesn't do it and it's 
sometimes it's a complete disaster. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Like speaking of like bands when they're all together, I did one with like the full band of A Burden to Bear. Oh, great guys. I love them. They're still like one of my favorite people to like listen to and know that I interviewed them. But with all of them on like one in one room speaking on like one setup, it was chaos. It was a nightmare. I was like, why didn't we only have one person? I all I needed was the lead singer. I don't care if it was the fucking drummer, just one person next time. Right. <laughs> this is chaos. Okay. This is a crazy question. Out of anything, submissions, out of interviews, out of everything. <laughs> How often do you get a message from the lead singer? <laughs> Mine is like zero times out of ten. Hardly ever is the lead singer contact me. It's usually one of the guitar players that contact me to either set up an interview or like they're the point of contact. It's always the guitar player that's the one that's funding the band or in charge of the band. I'm telling you, it's always the guitar players. Well, it's because singers are inherently lazy. They're just there for the glory. <laughs> that's it. You always see the memes. Yeah. Um for me, I think I I actually had I think I've had a couple singers message me lately, and I was like, oh, because that's different. Usually, it is the guitar player for me or the drummer. Yeah, I think it's like they do that shit in secret, like don't tell the singer I'm sending this out. <laughs> I've dealt with a lot of like one man bands, sort of like yeah. they're just a singer songwriter, so it goes through them. Uh, but other bands, it has been just. Uh, the lead singer or I specifically DM the singer as opposed to the band because I never know where that goes to or who runs their social media. It is surprising with social media um, how many bands run their own social medias on Facebook to me. I was actually surprised. There's a lot of bands I've talked to and they run their either they run their social media or um like grant you guys are from canada so i know you know grandson 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 no i don't think i've heard that nope who the hell are they who the hell are they they must suck are you i know i know everything and i've never heard of them grandsons okay i'll look at them oh my gosh that's insane you guys can't you can't i know that's like you giving me a band from the United States and saying you're in the United States, you should know this band. Well, like, me and me oh and Troy, God. me and Troy are actually uh, switching teams here. We're going to renounce our Canadian citizenship because we don't like hockey and we don't like Tim Hortons. <laughs> That's right. And apparently, we don't know this Canadian band. So there you go. Yeah. Bye. That's it. <laughs> that was strike three. So we're up. So grandson. Okay. Homework okay. is to check out grandson. Homework is to check out grandson. But he runs his own. He runs his own Facebook page. But he has management and people, and he's on a huge record label. But like, I talked to him. Five hundred and forty-four thousand subscribers. I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. I'm telling you. Do, do you guys like? Do you guys favor? We'll just say. Do you guys favor the kind of like, twenty-one pilots kind of um, vocals, kind of like, like like that? Take I'm back the good old days. Take back the good old days. <laughs> yeah, like they're kind of vocals. It's kind of like that grandson's vocals is kind of he's a young kid. I mean, like I think he's probably early twenties, but like uh he has a freaking message and he's not afraid to use it and he makes killer music videos. I'll check it out. So that's homework. Check homework. it out. Homework. Right. homework. Okay. Cool. All right. Sounds good. And then I'm going to fire you off uh, some Cam Cole stuff to check out. That busking dude, he's a hell of a man. Yeah, we'll trade, okay. we'll, we'll trade notes. We'll trade bands. We'll trade. Well, I'll trade. 
Awesome. That sounds fun. Well, I, I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. You guys come back anytime and co-host or do a takeover or oh, whatever takeover. you want to do. It's nice a meeting takeover. you guys. Hell yeah, yeah. you too. Yeah, Marissa, Marissa you psycho. Crazy. I love you. You're crazy. Oh, <laughs> are you on? Are you on Twitter? Are you on Twitter? I, I, I told her. I said, "What's your Twitter?" I said, yeah, I'm, "I follow her on Twitter." I told her to be prepared for that. I'm Loca Jam. L O C A J A M. So crazy is right in there. Loca Jam. Hell yeah. Okay. I'm gonna follow you right now. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're crazy. Okay. My Twitter's been hacked, so I have to figure out what's going on. I have to oh, check okay. in there because somebody tried to hack me, I guess, apparently. Somebody wants to try to be me for whoever that is. So I got to fix that. L O C. Okay, I'll find it. L O C A J A M. Low Jam. All one oh, word. I got you. There you are. <laughs> Boom. I need cool. to go on there and fix some stuff, but I can't believe I got hacked. I can't believe Twitter told me I've been hacked. That's just crazy in itself. I bet it's because you're not on it very much. Yeah. Well, it says somebody tried to log into my account, and they said they know some suspicious activity. I'm like, great. Somebody's probably on my Twitter doing all kinds of crazy tweets or something on there. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> like, great. That wasn't me. <laughs> Uh-oh. I know. I'm, like, nervous to go on there now. We'll see what happens. You never know what's going to happen. I got you. That was fun. We'll have to do it again for sure. That's right. This was awesome. Oh, we should. We should. Yeah, we oh, will. Definitely. When we all have time again. This was a long time coming for all of us to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And I'll, I know that'll happen. No, that's fine. Craziness will ensue. That's so funny. I was like, oh, yeah, Angela, let's book these guys, but not for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> or, i'll talk to you that's maybe okay. a week and a half yeah that's okay that's all good it's that's good to okay. be busy and like i said you guys can uh come back anytime you know i i i'm like you guys with the schedules you know in between what's going on with my interviews too so so yep. thank you guys for coming on we i know could. we're gonna be talking soon oh yeah that's what oh, we yeah. do yeah, I'll probably message you tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be on. Right. Okay, and we're already creeping on Marissa. We got her followed on Twitter. Yeah, we're I got go. you. Yeah. Good to go. All right. Well, right thank you, guys. Okay, cool. <laughs> thank awesome. Thanks, Thanks again, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Have a good night. You Come on. You guys have a good night. Oh. Bye. <laughs>